When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, yeah. America's top-rated sportsbook. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up. Woo! I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. It's my guy, Big Dave. He is at BowBWL Sports. Our guy Joey running the controls. Follow him. The climb to 1,000 at Joey's Path is joining us from down under. It's our guy Mark K. Follow him on Twitter at MK Hoops. Bulls Nation, mm. welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Oh. Bulls beat the Bucks in Milwaukee. Yeah. United Center North. Damn right. 118-113 is the final. Huge threes from Kobe White oh. and Nikola Vucevic. Oh. Down the stretch of a game in which DeMar led the way. With 36, mm. man, that felt good. That felt freaking amazing. And I'm looking at all the comments. Everybody oh. felt the same damn way. Yes, Vucci, man. Yes. Are we going to talk a lot tonight about some Vooch? Because a lot of y'all out there had things to say. But tonight, uh, we are all here going to talk about some Vooch. And you damn sure I'm going to get into some Kobe White. But we're going to start with Vooch, man, because we got our guy Marquet here. I'm going to go ahead and pass it to Marquet and let him get into this, man. Because, Mark, what a win, man. Guys, I, I, don't, I don't have the words. Like, seriously. <laughs> um, this one felt like a playoff W. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I know it's game, what, like 18, 17 of the season, which is maybe a ridiculous statement to make. But given where this team was, where they, the hole they dug themselves, the fact that they were 6-10, and 10, Facing a schedule of the Celtics and the Bucks, not to mention this West Coast road trip that was coming up. Like this could have gone a completely different way where maybe we're looking at a, we're having serious conversations of the state of the franchise where things should have been going more holistically. Mm. But the fact that they've come out here and played this level of defense, every single guy that has stepped on the court these last couple of games has provided something of value to this team. And the fact that they've beaten the Celtics and the Bucks, the two easily best teams in the in the Eastern Conference mm. this season, knowing a, 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 like, that is amazing in itself. But knowing what this team was doing against winning teams, the best teams last season, the fact they couldn't beat these teams, you've already got two wins against the Celtics. You just beaten the Bucks. You've beaten the Raptors already. The Indiana Pacers. I guess we have to treat them as a good team at the moment because <laughs> they're currently fifth or sixth in the East. 
oh, man, I just feel I, I'm literally shaking still. I'm still shaking. It literally feels like a playoff win for me. It's uh, yeah, it's amazing. It feels yeah, it was good. It, it does. Good. And look, you know, we can talk about how that fourth quarter, that insane back to back and forth fourth quarter went, the good, the bad of it. But can we also right now out of the jump acknowledge the quality of team defense yes. that was played by the Bulls tonight? Yes. We've seen them surprisingly this season get out to a respectable start defensively. Their numbers have been better defensively than offensively through their first 15 to 20 games. Um, but the way that they locked down Giannis, and of mm. course Giannis went off and got his when he wanted to, and he bullyballed his way to 36, 11, and 7, mm -hmm. but forcing him into some offensive fouls that they drew, whether it be Alex Crusoe or DeMar DeRozan, mm. who drew two charges on Giannis in the fourth oh. quarter of that game. Defeats Zach defense. had respectable defensive switches yes, he did. onto Giannis. Yes, he did. They denied Giannis post-positioning at times mm -hmm. there was just a collective effort tonight on the defensive end i saw nhk in the comments say got to talk about the block party season high 12 blocks for the bulls tonight like four or five different bulls had two blocks credited to them tonight mm -hmm. including io's stuff Woo! the chase down block on grayson allen bless his heart but i mean guys this team defense yeah. that was playoff worthy defense yeah everything about it Everything you said is absolutely correct. Like, it's, it's right. Like, Mark, I'm like, man, what do I say to this? Like, it just felt so good watching that. But, yeah, we'll start with the defense, like you said. They came out with that same mentality they had in the last game against Boston. It was the same kind of mentality. And that was swarm. That was the rotations. And I think that's why, Mark, this field, this win feels so good is because it wasn't a fluke kind of win. You know, like, this was a real basketball, competent basketball win. Your switches were right. Your rotations were correct. Your substitutions were on point. Everybody tried on defense, and because they did that, they played well on defense. You mentioned those two charges by DeMar DeRozan. Absolutely amazing. How about him and the defensive play from getting keeping Giannis from the ball when they were inbounding it and they were down by one, mm -hmm. but he kept him from the ball and they threw it out of bounds, and mm -hmm. Boone Hoser lost his damn mind when that happened. It was amazing to watch. Kobe White on defense, y'all. Kobe White Kobe on defense. Diving on the floor for loose balls every other possession. We thought he hurt his brain when he dived on the floor and it hit his head. We were like, is he okay? This dude was going at it. Again, I've talked about this with Kobe. His, his ability to forget has gotten so much better. Mm -hmm. He was bricking shots early on. And the turnover and stuff like that that he had and putting his head down and running in. He was forgetting all of that stuff, and Billy was trusting him and keeping him on the floor. One, we know Dragic wasn't there. We right. get that. Yeah. But he was trusting him and keeping him on the floor because his defense was on point. Man, the way he was fighting over those screens, man. Look, he was trying tonight, and it was showing. And I was just really happy for him, Mark, man, because he's taking a lot of shit. Yeah. But I was just really happy for the defense he played tonight. Well, this is for uh, Matt Lennon. Smiling, mate. I'm smiling. <laughs> but, I mean – yeah, I mean, coming back to... I, I've lost my words now. Coming back to Kobe, like, the reason why he was in to close the game there, and I'm hoping the Billy haters realized of that adjustment. I need to point that out. I need to get a hashtag adjustment sign for when I log on. But the the fact that Billy went to Kobe in that moment, to, mm -hmm. your point, to your point, Dave, like, the reason why he went back to Kobe in that moment, because Kobe had earned that trust earlier yeah. in the game, the way he was playing. I mean... 
we, we can talk about Pat Williams' defense. We will. We can talk about Caruso's defense, which is always great. But the fact yeah. that DeRozan uh, and, and Kobe, even Levine, had some good defensive moments tonight, like the lesser defensive guys, the fact that they were consistently bringing tonight really really just illustrates the point you're trying to make here, Dave. Like, it was a complete team defensive effort. Tonight. Right. It wasn't just left up to a couple guys to do their thing. Every single dude, you can pull out three, four, five clips from this game where they played fantastic defense. And yeah. I guess, like, from a rotational defense, like, the balls are generally pretty good at, at guarding on ball. Like, that necessarily hasn't necessarily been the problem. It's when, when teams get them into rotation. When teams have four, five, six passes swinging the ball around, the Bulls are forced into switching. The Bulls are forced into making different types of rotations. That's when they're susceptible uh, to making, I guess, bad reads. In saying that, though, entering entering this game, they were 12th in defense as a team. They're going to go up after this game. And just the way they rotated, like this just gives me confidence that this this team can do it. Like they've, they've shown it tonight. And you mentioned, like, this isn't a fluke. This is something that, that they did against the Celtics uh, the last game. This is actually better. Like, they, they built on what they did against the Celtics and did it even better against the Bucs tonight. Now, now, granted, the Bucs aren't as good of an offensive team as the Celtics, which makes it a little bit easier. But this is the br- blueprint. This is the template. Now, I've been saying it all season. The Bulls need to be a defensive first team. That enables their offense to thrive. And that enables them to sort of run and, and use their transition game. So this is the template. This is how they need to play. And they've shown that they can do it. Uh, yeah, Brian in the comments says, when everyone buys into the defense, we're close to elite. Um, I don't know if you mean elite defensively as opposed to an elite mean. team. But yes, and look, I, I just caught the uh, the first part of DeMar's sideline interview with our guy Adam Amin um, after that game concluded. And DeMar, that's the first thing he talked about was – Taking from that Boston win and coming into tonight, that idea of, look, when we all buy into that same physical level of defense, that it is contagious and it permeates through everybody. And that's when, like, as Bulls fans who watch every minute of every game, we are sometimes surprised to see DeMar and or Zach play competent, engaging defense. We know that they aren't stellar defenders, but what frustrates us is a lack of effort and engagement. That's the part where you don't get an excuse and when you see Kobe making plays like that, where mm-hmm. Kobe's a guy who's guilty sometimes of not fighting through screens or being a space cadet when he's playing off-ball defense, being that engaged, that locked in, doing the fighting through screens, being the guy who's diving on the ball on the floor for loose balls, like there is some level of contagiousness to guys like that. It's not just Caruso right. who can play defense with that right. level of engagement. Correct. And then when you're all engaged, making that effort, I mean – did you see the Bulls' defensive rotations tonight? Almost cried. They were as tight <laughs> and as on a string as I have seen them all season. Dude, I almost shed a tear. I was, you were next to me, man. We were over there yelling about it, just sitting there watching those. We're like, yes. It was just a lot of yes, yes, yes. yes thank you. Yes. We were, we were so excited. When you when you get those 24-second shot clock violations. Yeah. Like, I'm just so excited. When you got Javon Carter taking turnaround fadeaways. Right. That, that, or that or even forcing a, a 18 to 20 footer from Giannis. Yes. Like, yes. you'll take that. I will take that all day long, man. They did an excellent job of that. And again, even the defense on Giannis was on point to me because you didn't always have uh, Patrick Williams on there. You don't always have, the Bulls don't always have those biggest guys in the world that can just guard him. Sometimes it was Caruso. Sometimes it was Levine. Sometimes it was Javante. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always a different player on him, but they all knew how to swarm. As soon as that ball hit the floor, 
is Swarm. There you go, Marquee. That's for you. Yeah. There you go, Marquee. <laughs> That's for you, sir. Look at the joy on Marquee's face. Look at it. Look at it. Yes, sir. Send that to him, Joey, because so he can have some fun with that. Let Marquee have some fun. Oh, I, I, need, I need that framed right now. Send me that thing. <laughs> Frame it up, yo. But it's oh. that. Like, it's, it's that kind of thing. And honestly, I think it was contagious for the coaching as well. You know what I mean? Like, I really do. I thought it was a team thing. It just felt like a whole kind of team thing. Everybody caught that bug, all right? And everybody caught that and was like, oh, this is how we're going to do it tonight? I'm with this. Let's go. Andre Drummond even. Only had two points. Big two points, actually, that he scored. Yeah. But, man, getting those eight rebounds, just getting in there being tough inside, Mark. Like, everybody was bought in on this. And, man, it it was just exciting. It was very exciting. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be that douchebag that refers to their Twitter and, and telling people to go look at your tweets, but like there was this one possession, well, I'm going to, there was this one possession that I highlighted whereby the Bulls were guarding a Spain pick and roll set. And like that can be a tough read or a tough, a tough defense to play against or tough to offense to play against because it requires you to really be engaged, uh, you know, from a switching point of view. It can really bamboozle teams. And, and it, the Bulls got beat by that uh, against the Celtics last game a couple times. But there in the third quarter, they absolutely nailed that. Then there was a, a, in that same possession after they had nailed and, and uh, stopped that uh, stopped that uh, pick and roll step from the Celtics again. Sorry, the Bucks. The, the Bucks forced the Bulls into more rotations again on point. And then ultimately, the, the Bulls had a mismatch where DeRozan was guarding uh, Brook Lopez on the block, and he blocked his ass. Like that mm. entire twenty-four second possession, mm. uh, defensive possession, was just. Perfect, perfect execution from the Bulls from a rotational standpoint. And I, I refer to that as one example because that one's the one that continuously is sticking in my mind because it required so many more rotations from this team. The Bucks threw multiple looks at them from a pick and roll point of view and they answered the call on every single time and it ended with DeRozan blocking Lopez, which is what you're referring to, Dave. Like DeRozan, these other guys were sort of doing it on defense. So I implore people to go look at that because it just typifies what we're saying here. And like, Again, like if this is what you can do, you've shown us now that you can do this, do it more because we freaking love watching this. Dude, and, and Marque mentioned that block all, as well. Like there were several of those moments of those kind of blocks this game for the team. Yeah. And the Giannis one when he went up and Pat Will blocked it and then he tried to go back and then Vooch blocked that. Yeah. And the Bulls get that ball. Like I saw Giannis get blocked. <laughs> like, man. like I've never seen him be blocked before by a Chicago Bulls yeah. team, man. Like I've never seen that before. Just and and again, everybody's not huge and big, but everybody was on it as far as their timing is concerned when they went up against Giannis. You know what I'm saying? They they got the traveling call on, on Giannis, even though they, he should have had like two or three. Right. But they got a traveling call on him. Caruso drawing that charge on him. And I know Caruso just has a huge bruise in the middle of his chest, taking that shoulder from Giannis because, my God, that was a – man, he took one. But he did it for the team, man. It was oh, That that kind of shit is why, why we're so excited because it's the competency and the effort together. You know what I'm saying? Like you're putting the intelligence and the meathead shit together, and that's what makes it so good. Right. Um, okay. This has been a wonderful love fest for the first 15 minutes. We'll have more Love Fest stuff to talk about, but it's blown up in the comments. Of course, we weren't not going to address it. We have to talk about Zach Levine in that fourth quarter. Uh-huh. Um, Kenny B saying, I'm learning Zach is pretty inefficient. Even when he plays well, he's not shooting smart shots. If he plays within the offense and not four shots, he'll be better. 
Ryan saying Zach is still on that hero ball. Uh, renewable and rechargeable review talking about Zach's shot selection. AK saying, can we talk about Zach's shot selection? Okay. I also saw some people in comments complaining about the officiating tonight. It was less than great. That's why I bring this up is because I think Zach was having himself a great game. Mm-hmm. And then that call happened. Changed everything. That apparently was an offensive foul. And then they needed to go to the tape to then upgrade it to a flagrant. Yeah. When Zach merely just had his leg swing that he has on damn near every single one of his jump shots. Tatum does it. Luka does it. Most of the best shooters in the NBA do it. Just saw Klay Thompson do it. He grazed the shorts of the Bucks defender yep. that was in the corner trying to close George out Hill. on him. And Zach is assessed an offensive foul and a flagrant, which, and by the way, the Bulls were controlling the momentum of the game at that point. They completely were. flipped the momentum. Yeah. Bucks went on like a 10 12 0 run after that. Absolutely. Including that six or seven point swing. After that, Zach's game fell off a cliff. Yeah. Before that, Zach was four or five from the floor, yep. three of four from downtown, and had three assists, yep. and was playing engaged, good enough for Zach mm. defense. Then the fourth quarter happened. He comes back into the game, and the shot selection problem rears its ugly head. You know what? And and he had thirteen points at that point. He finished with eighteen to let you know how how he was feeling. And and then real quick, just a quick love thing. It was 50 to 38 after that. Mm-hmm. And you and I were already like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. here we go. They're falling. You know what? We've seen it before. Teams come out, they, they take that punch or they punch the bulls, and then they just, you know, go to go to sleep. Not tonight, though. They fought back. They fought back, and they brought themselves right back in the game. So not tonight. Kudos to them. But, yeah, after that play, Zach was not the same basketball player. And in that fourth quarter, and every single time, Mark K, that he was bringing the ball up the floor, I was screaming, like, get the ball out of his hands, please, please. Because Javon Carter, I'm just like, I know what's going to happen. And then you kind of saw it happen when Io gets the rebound and he tries to give it to Zach and Javon Carter jumps in on that and causes a turnover. It was just, I, I, I hate seeing him dribble the ball up the floor. I, I was one of the things I can't stand. I like watching him catch and shoot and do things like that. But even in that, his catch and shoot, he couldn't do it in the fourth quarter. He struggled with that as well. Like the shot was just off. And then there were some plays where I thought he should have went to the basket and he was just passing it out. And I was like, okay, I don't like the non-aggressive Zach. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to see a little more of that, but he was just off after that, man. And then he it was some buckets. We were like, oh man, that was the one. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah. But turned out he Col- had two corner threes. That yeah. you're like, if you're gonna hit a shot for us in this fourth quarter yeah. of this tight game against the Bucks on the road, need this win, want this win, hit one of those corner threes, Zach. Couldn't even hit that. Couldn't hit that one, man. He's he struggled, bro. He struggled. We needed him, but he struggled. Go ahead, Marquez. Well, I mean. I'm prepared to acknowledge that uh, that Zach had some bad moments tonight, but at the same time, and look, Matt, you've touched on it, but if we're prepared to acknowledge the bad that he did, I think we need to acknowledge the good that he did as well. And I think for the most part... That's what I was going next. (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not... This comment isn't necessarily aimed at you you two, maybe more so the, the Zach detractors, but I thought for the most part, his floor game was really good. Five assists to one turnover. Yep. Um, even in the third quarter where he started to slip, he was still making the right reads 
to the role man. He had a really nice setup play for a Vooch pick and pops uh, scenario. So yes, there were some questionable shots um, or shot selection. There will always be that with Zach. There will always be that with pretty much every on-ball scorer. Even Demar had some questionable shots tonight. Like I, we 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 won't focus on them because he was unbelievable. But he probably had two or three bad shot attempts himself. But what I did like in, in the fact in the fourth quarter was Zach sort of realized the moment he understood that the ball needs to go through Demar, and and he wasn't Zach was forcing it when when Demar was on the bench. Like in that start of that fourth quarter, Zach went. Yeah. Zach was the lead option. He had Kobe around him, Pat, Io, a couple other guys, whoever was in its center. Maybe I can't remember if it was Drummond or Vooch, but effectively Zach was the lead guy in that in that five man unit. That's when he was forcing those bad looks. The minute Demar came back into that fourth quarter period, Demar, uh, sorry, Zach wasn't chucking the ball over Demar or deferring or not deferring to Demar in those scenarios. Like he was bringing the ball up. He was starting initiating the offense. The Bulls were getting DeMar coming off off screens, off movement to start uh, around that elbow area. They weren't just isolating DeMar in that scenario. Zach was still engaged and he was still giving the ball up to DeMar. So yes, uh, Zach did have some bad shots. That will probably always be a thing. His decision-making is not his strongest suit. But um, I think we need to acknowledge that he had some really good moments. I thought his four-game more generally, his passing was really good. His defense, I thought, was quite decent as well. Again, an extension from the Celtics game where he was much better than what he showed in against the Magic. So I'm, I'm all for critiquing Zach and his game tonight. But at the same time, if we want to be fair and objective about it, I thought he had some really good moments as well, particularly in the first half where there was chances where maybe this this Bulls team folds. And, and look, again, Zach deserves credit for leading this second unit. No Dragic tonight. Like this, he, he was running that second unit. Did a really good job of it in the first half. Like I said, struggled in the second half. But uh, tonight... To, I, I don't want to be trashing Zach tonight because I, feel, I still thought he was an impactful player tonight. No, he was a completely impactful player tonight. And that's why I was going next, Marque, was that first half. Because without him and his performance in that first half, yeah. they would have been completely out of that because he was on fire, all right? He was on straight-up fire for that team. And that's what you want to see from Zach Levine is, is that's when that combo of him and DeMar DeRozan, when they find their balance, is even more lethal. Right. And that's what you saw tonight was they knew their balance. They found it. It was like, Zach, it's on you early on. Bet, I got it. You know what I mean? And he was taking it there. Then we saw what DeMar was in the third. And I immediately turned to you and was like, Zach, it's your turn in the fourth. Like, because that we saw what DeMar did in the third. I was like, it's on Zach in the fourth. Yeah. And that's where it was, Mark K. Like you said, he started forcing those shots because he knew it was on him. He started forcing those shots. He started taking those things. Now, granted to Zach, he did not stop. You know what I'm saying? I like that about him. It doesn't deter him. You know what I mean? He continued to go. He didn't do those things like dribbling the ball off of his foot. He didn't, you know, throw it into this, throw it into the stands. And a couple of things I've become accustomed to, or I just get angry about, you know what I'm saying? When he does that in the fourth quarter, he was a smarter, he was much smarter with how he handled the basketball in that fourth quarter because he would bring it up and immediately he was looking for DeMar DeRozan or at least trying to run that play properly and get it down. But man, he was on point and he helped carry that team in that first half. That is absolutely a fact. Uh, we got some super chats rolling in. We will get to those coming up right after the break. While we are reading y'all a couple of words from our friends and sponsors, do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button. We got over 400 people 400! hanging out with us on YouTube Live. Appreciate every single one of you for being here. Not even 100 likes yet. I don't like that ratio. Let's get some more of them thumbs in there. Thumbs, baby. Hit that thumb button. Come on with that. Um, today's episode brought to you guys by, of course, our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings? Hoops fans, the NBA season's heating up. There's still so many unknowns. 
Like, how many more 30-point games tomorrow's going to have this season? How many of these I'm going to drink? Take the over. How many liquid deaths is gonna Dave going to drink between now and the end of postgame? Take the over. <laughs> when I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and our official betting partner at CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 pregame on any NBA money line. With their team winning, you get $150 in free bets. Bam. Mm. Check this out. Right now, everyone can also earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, you can buy multiple bets, like which team will win, total rebounds, how many of the everythings will Luka Doncic have tonight, Woo. which again tonight was all of the everythings, <laughs> and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. And tonight's DraftKings king of the game, who else would it be? Mm. How about 36 mm. from DeMar King in the fourth to Rosen? <laughs> There you see an efficient night, 14 of 24, four boards, eight dimes eight in addition to those 36 assists or 36 points. And I mean, my goodness, he is the king in the fourth. Mm -hmm. He hit some big buckets and made some big plays on the defensive end, as we covered in tonight's game. But another insane third quarter yeah. from DeMar. Yeah. Just like him leading the Bulls back in that Orlando game. He went off in the third tonight as well. Snapped, Woo. lost his mind, Woo. and it was amazing. You can also get that cool DeMar DeRozan shirt that's sitting over there. Check the that lip. shirt. Our guy that Joey has put there. the link into the comments for you guys. You can also go to the merch link in the YouTube description. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to DeMar, our DraftKings king of the game, 36 and a W. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook. Boom. Look at it right there on your face. Look at that shirt. Mm. Yes. You yeah, want to feel that, buddy? Feel that. Oh. Exercise so many demons tonight. So many, man. I wish, Marque, I, what I want you to do, Marque, Marque, I want you to watch the pregame. I want you to watch it. Okay. Like, just look at the pregame. Watch Matt Peck in the pregame and just see how he was. And then come back and remember this, Matt Peck in the postgame. And you tell me that this Bulls win wasn't medicine for this dude over here, man. It was a medicine, complete medicine for this man. I promise. Oh, man. It was awesome. But, Matt, since you're feeling that way, mm -hmm. let me ask you, what time is it? Game time. Who? Ooh, feeling right. Mm. Salve. <laughs> Uh-oh. I got a cough. <laughs> I got, got, a cough. got a cough drop. Y'all got beside himself. Back you out of me. Oh, game time, the hottest new ticket insight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you thought you never could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. I know you did. It's all possible with the game time app. Biggest last-minute price drops. Can't be found on seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find better deals this season, y'all, to go see the beloved Chicago Bulls. Do you hear me, Celine? You won't find better deals this season to see the Chicago Bulls, my friend. Shout out to you and my man, Ed, baby. Shout out to Bulls Go. And it's just like here at CHGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans. And it guarantees you the lowest prices, like Daylon Terry would tell you. <laughs> the little fell on the sideline, like you are telling you. And then stuck on them. Yeah. If you love CHGO, because we know that you do, then you love game time. The best way to support us is by hitting that. Mark, hey, can you put that thumb up for me, please? Put that thumb up for me, Mark. That right there. Hit that, y'all. You see that thumb? As long as hit it's not that. a foot. Click that. <laughs> Click that. Don't, <laughs> don't give him ideas, please. Don't do this. 
<laughs> you hit that thumbs up. And then you go ahead and you buy your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded Game Time app and scored the best seats to all your favorite events. Mark K, what time is it? Game time, who? Ooh. Yes, I love the, I love the sped up version. I do too. I enjoyed that very much. Hey, Jay Zwazi. Hey, Jay Zwazi. Just shaking his head at us like these. Something must have happened. I, I think I saw somebody <laughs> in the comments say the, the Hawks coughed up uh, a three to one lead to the Stars. They it's lost? Like, well, they're supposed to be tanking, though, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But so, they still suck. Everything's fine. Well, okay. Uh, we got, Let's rattle off some super chats. We got a bunch of super chats, guys. Uh, Jaxo23 said, we finally beat the Bucks in their own building. Mm. Kobe and Vooch hit clutch threes, and we did not let Giannis go off on this team. Facts right there, um, sir. Mostly facts. I Okay. I, I will say Giannis had 36, 11, and 7 on a, a, on a fairly yeah. efficient 15 of 27. It was a quiet but, 36. But the fact <laughs> that it was a quiet 36 is crazy. Also, he chose tonight to actually remember how to hit his free throws, which what was annoying. What the hell was that? Six of nine. Oh but here's, here's what it is, and here's why I think Jaxo is not completely wrong to say that we kept him in check. Did you see the number that Giannis had in the turnover column? Because it was a snowman. <laughs> the Bulls forced Giannis into eight turnovers That's tonight, you guys. That's a lot, y'all. Hell to the yeah. Shout out. Held him in check. That's the best you can do while holding somebody in check right. of that kind of caliber. Uh, quick fact check, Jack. So the Bulls did win game two of that series against Milwaukee yeah. last last season. Right. Which was in Milwaukee. That's true. But it's a regular uh, season, though. This season, yeah. our first win in Milwaukee. And we, yeah, we went over against them in the regular season yeah. last year. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's huge. Thank you, Jaxo, for the super chat. You. AK with a super chat <laughs> saying, great win tonight. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. That turkey's going to taste great oh, that food is now. Um, we already discussed your family's not doing a turkey. No. You're, you're having vegan cream cheese or yeah. what, a vegan mac and cheese. Vegan, mac, vegan macaroni and cheese, yes. Uh, do they celebrate Thanksgiving down under, Mark? No, <laughs> when the uh, <laughs> when the British sent all of the convicts to Australia and then cooked them a shitty dinner. <laughs> I, I hate to uh, be the bearer of bad news, but not everything that happens in America happens in the other side of the world. But I hate that we think alike. May, maybe like you guys have your version of Thanksgiving, like the Canadians have Boxing Day, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> Yeah, we have Boxing Day. Uh, yeah, don't ask me about holidays. I don't know. I don't know about holidays. I'm not a joyful, celebrative person. <laughs> Just give me the day off. That's all I give a crap about. Give me the day off. Wow. Okay. And the Bulls win. Okay. Give the Bulls win and the That's day it. off. That's all he That's needs. It. Um. So I, you know, turkey to me, like I know AK is saying, oh, that turkey's going to taste even better with the W. Overrated. It's the most overrated part of Thanksgiving. Is the turkey? Yeah. Even, even if it's smoked or even if it's deep okay. fried? Or? Smoked, deep fried, definitely better than yeah. like, you know, just regular old roasted yeah. or like, you know, oven. Yeah. I mean, put a little flavor in there. You strike me as a ham guy, though, man. Bingo. Okay. All bingo, right. bingo. <laughs> or yeah. what did I tell you? What did my brother text me while we were watching the game tonight? Oh, what is, what does our family have? The meatloaf is going meat to be loaf. in effect. That's what you do on Thanksgiving. And what did he say? Baby. It was like just ridiculously He's, huge. He said unnecessarily, unnecessarily gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, my, my our mom's not a big meat eater, so it's gonna be and our aunt's coming in from the burbs, so it's just gonna be me, my dad, and my brother going at the it. three of us trying to take down what my brother. If my brother called it unnecessarily gigantic, it's yeah. probably like a fifteen pound meatloaf. <laughs> 
RK, it'll be the only time this year that Matt actually works out because he's going to stretch and get ready before he goes over there. I already know it. Yeah. Just like Joey in that Friends episode. Um, see if my sister has an old pair of maternity pants lying. <laughs> ah, these are my Thanksgiving pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Jackson had another super chat hyping up the fact that we got <laughs> Bulls Warriors nationally televised on ESPN yeah. a week from Friday. Let's, oh I mean, it's gonna be one, I'm stoked, man. and we do owe the Warriors. Yeah, you know they beat they mopped the floor with us twice last season. I mean, they disrespect the Bulls. So Goodness much. gracious, the <laughs> Warriors have been disrespecting the Bulls for, for years, a long now. time, bro. But we don't want to look too far ahead. No, we don't. This was a great start yes. to a long and daunting road trip. Yeah, one game at a time. That's it. That's all we can do, man. And we're still in the midst of celebrating this one right mm-hmm. here, baby. They beat the Bucks, bro. Yeah. If, on the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. After beating Boston? Man, come on, man. That's a good Love feeling. It. Love yeah. it. Speaking of good feelings, Renee with a super chat saying $10 just because I'm happy every time Chicago beats a Wisconsin team because I hate Milwaukee and Green Bay. Renee, you and me. Kindred spirits, all right? <laughs> Everyone above that Illinois-Wisconsin border can fuck off and have a terrible Thanksgiving. Bulls beat the Bucks <laughs> in the Pfizer Forum. How's the Deer District tonight? Y'all having a good time? Wait, or are you sad? Marque, I, I know you've learned to love Justin Fields, but have you learned to hate Green Bay? No. like I've got nothing against the people of Wisconsin, but at the same time, if it, if, if it makes Matthew oh, yeah, happy, then it makes me happy. That's all <laughs> there is. There yeah? it is. So what makes me happy is the people of Green Bay and all of Wisconsin being miserable, Mark. <laughs> so if that is what – if your priority is when I'm happy, then you have to hate them <laughs> and want all of their teams to fail. <laughs> Can't have it both yeah, ways. Fair enough. Fair that, enough. that logic is something fair else, enough. man. <laughs> Celine with the super chat there, sir. Love to my CHGO Bulls homies, Matt, Dave, Will, and Mark. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Dream, we appreciate you, sir. As always. every dude, nothing puts Chicagoans in a good mood. Nothing puts Bulls fans in a good mood, like a big win like this right before a holiday. Nothing like. I that, mean, could you think of a better be way to kick off Thanksgiving weekend? Dude, everybody, it's just more excitement and joy. Mm. You know what I mean? When you're sitting down and you're eating yourself into a food coma. Yeah, it's just an amazing thing, man. Uh, uh, all right, breeze through a bunch of those super chats. Thank you, everybody, for sending you. those super chats in. We appreciate you. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out in the comments. Um, Geo, I do want a Thanksgiving ribeye. That sounds great. <laughs> Brooms, I'm not against meat. Turkey is overrated as far as meats go. And this guy knows I will always take a four-legged animal meat over any kind of fowl meat. He will. Bird yeah. meat is practically a vegetable. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Darius Darius (laughs) said, man, let's talk about them Vooch threes. Okay, so I was yelling at you earlier tonight, Dave, about how it was just one of those Vooch can't hit a three to save his life nights. Yeah. And then he hit two big ones consecutively earlier in the fourth or late in the third when the Bulls were going back and forth neck and neck. Yeah. And then big Vooch three late. Colossal. It's like that's his calling card. Yes. This fan base is like, oh, my God, Vooch is chucking up bricks from behind the three-point line. Miserable, terrible. He ended up four of ten tonight. Yeah. But each of those four threes he hit was gigantic. Gigantic and colossal. And you're right. That's been his calling card, guys, since he's been here. since the, the I remember the Detroit game when they started last year and how bad he was playing in that game. 
but I still remember the three that he hit in that game to give the Bulls the lead. I still remember the three last year against the Knicks when he cut that lead to one after hitting that. He does that all the time. He hits huge threes no matter how he's playing in that game. If he gets that opportunity, he comes through every single time, man. And you definitely needed it tonight. And, I mean, it, they were colossal. And, oh, my God, they tasted oh. amazing. Oh. <laughs> delicious, delicious, man. Oh, don't, don't, that's, the, that's the bat signal <laughs> right there. That's the bat signal <laughs> that the coffee, man, is close by. We're coming on. Look at it. Look at oh. it. Mark, hey, you know we, what this Should we is. bring him in while Mark's here? Yeah. yeah. You, guys are, you guys are absurd. he hates compliments and we're gonna keep giving them to him yes it's the best hey will what's up guys hey i'm glad i went to milwaukee for the game tonight that was a pretty great (laughs) hell yeah Yeah. did you tell all those bucks fans they can rot in hell for me i absolutely did not but uh i was (laughs) thinking about it thinking about it across this mind uh well, Mark, before we let you go, um, any any final thoughts? And, and do you have uh, some kind of adorable high and by that you would like to share with your pal, Will? Well, I've just decided can I'm I, not going anywhere. I'm staying on this whole podcast. No. Um, no. no. <laughs> I was going to say that for later, but uh, you've, you've kind of ruined it there. No, I'm good. I'm good. I on your own time, gentlemen. That. That's right. Do not need to see that. I'm good. <sighs> uh can I, can I say something about Vooch, though? Um, sure, yeah. We're talking about Vooch. And I know he's a scapegoat. I know people like to trash Vooch. But I think I think we need to acknowledge his shooting. And even when he's not making it, I think we need to acknowledge the fact that he is a threat, particularly from the corner. And what that enables is for someone like Pat to play in the middle more often, to be in that screen and roll action more often. Because if we had a traditional rim-rolling center, one that was you know, typically involved in the pick and roll virtually every single time, you would have no choice but to play Pat off of that screen. He would be sitting in the corners more often than he does. Mm-hmm. So whilst we can sit here and say Vooch four from 10, those huge threes in the in the second, oh, sorry, the, the second half, whilst that was huge for the game itself, I think we just need to acknowledge the fact that this from a structural point of view gives the balls so many different opportunities to do some things on ball, whether it's patting pick and roll. We saw Caruso so many times setting screens for um for DeRozan. Like you can't do that if Vooch can't space the floor. And and, and look, he's not gonna shoot 40% from three every single time like he did tonight. He's not gonna take 10 threes from the three-point line every single time. But the fact that he can do that just enables his team to do some different things on offense. And I know people get on him, but we need to again. Similar to that conversation before, we need to acknowledge these dudes when they do stuff. Um, we, we, we point out the bad, we've got to point out the good, and, and we need to be uh, fact-based in this. And I just want to shout Vooch out from that perspective because he gives his offense something that a lot of centers wouldn't enable the Bulls to do. Mm. Well said. Tasty. Well said. Loved it, man. Mark, thank you for joining us uh, for our first two-thirds of postgame, buddy. Pleasure as always. Everybody, make sure you check out the Bulls HQ app that's dropping in our CHGO Bulls podcast feeds for y'all. Bright and early first thing Friday morning, so you have something fresh to listen to (laughs) while you're nursing that Thanksgiving gut. Okay, and there's the feed. Joey, that's the cue. (laughs) Follow Mark on Twitter at MK Hoops, everybody. Mark, have a great non-Thanksgiving uh, in Australia. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take it easy. Peace. Oh, Will, we know your time is precious, but would you mind if we breeze through two real fast ad reads? Do you have time?
Do it. Let's do it. Dave. He wants to go through some ad reads real fast. While you're doing that, I got this. Boco. Boco. Chicago fans, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's us. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, North Side to the South Side, living room to the dining room. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving dinner, hoodie slippers, size, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like Demar to close into Rosen with apparel from the leader in sports merchant collectibles. That's Foco, F O C O, Foco. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Mm. I am. I know you are. Yes, you are. Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Oh, it's breezy. It's so breezy down by Soldier Field. So check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO and you'll get 10% off. One more time, that's F-O-C-O.com, promo code CHGO. They never understood. Who? Shady Rays. Why sunglasses were so damn expensive, so they set out to change them things right there. They said, we're going to get you some high-quality sunglasses, and we're going to give them to you for a wonderful price. We're going to get you those premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. Atay. Atay. Yes, the best part about Shady Rays. They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, the Matt Peck lost and broken replacements plan. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Oh, dropped off a lake, dropped off a cliff, thrown off a hat because you were excited because the Bulls just beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They'll send you a replacement of them. So how about you go get you some of those and be like those 200,000 people leaving those five-star reviews for Shady Rays. So exclusive to your listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That is a buy one, a get one free, or what they call that, Matthew Peck? Uh, a BOGO? A BOGO. <laughs> for the Lolo. <clears throat> for show show. It's 54 fo Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades because the Rays are shady mm. at Shady Rays. Uh, Will, kicking off my first question to you, we will use a question uh, in the, or not a question, but a statement in the Super Chats from Debo the Black Panther who said the Bulls can win against anyone. Let's yeah. keep this going. We heard DeMar speak to that idea after the Celtics win. Saying, hey, you know, a game like this proves to us uh, and to, you know, proves, proves it to people out there watching, proves to ourselves, we can compete with anybody in this league. And then you see them get this win on the road against the Bucks the way they did tonight. Was there more of that kind of talk in the postgame locker room tonight? A little bit. I think it was more of a, a heart attack of relief to uh, call back hey, a, a great yeah. one. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, these guys are just so. You know, they never get too high, never get too low. I feel like I say that all the time, and it's a super cliche. But I, I really think they try to live their life that way, their season that way, because, I mean, literally a week ago, less, we're talking about rock bottom. We're talking about uh, an inexcusable loss to the lowly Orlando Magic in which the coach called out the best three players on the team for underperforming. They went out and underperformed. And then they got themselves a chance to win and they benched Zach Levine down the stretch of the fourth quarter and they still managed to lose on a buzzer beating three. And now all of a sudden they've beaten the best two teams in the East. So like, of course that has significance. And of course they're, 
excited about it and they know what that means, especially kicking off like a six game road trip against really tough teams. Like, I mean, a couple of days ago, we were talking about where do they get their wins? Could they go, Oh, in 10 in their next 10 games, could they go two right. and eight? And all of a sudden they've like really turned the fortunes of their season around. And I think they have proven that when they're active and they're competing and they're playing deliberately and with a purpose, they can compete at that level. So I think it's like reassuring to us, obviously that they're able to, you know, play good games of basketball, but I, I think they, they know that in their heart of hearts, but it's like convincing when they actually go out and do it and not just say, you know, I, we, we can be better than this. So like, let's just wait until we get there. Like, no, you have to go out and get it. And they kind of showed that the last two games. Mm. Will Kobe White play good defense tonight? Go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he played great tonight. All over, like all over the floor. Uh, the, the Bulls closed the game with him. I mean, they, they switched him offense, defense a couple of times. But like, how nice is it to have a spare shooter out there? We've talked so much about... <sighs> oh, this team has no shooting. They're stuck in 1998. They can't, like, you know, space the floor at all. DeMar's got to go against eight people every time he's, like, you know, trying to trying to get his elbow jumper. But they had Vooch hit two big threes in the fourth quarter. They had Kobe hit two big threes in the fourth quarter. They had uh, Zach out there. He, he obviously didn't close the game as well as you'd like, as you'd hope. But um, the threat of his three-point shot is still there. They took 42 on the season. I don't have it in front of me, but I have to assume that's like one of the higher numbers. So it just, it really opens up the floor for their offense. We know how deadly the Bucks can be because they have four shooters around Giannis. And so he gets into the paint. If you send bodies and try to build the wall, he's going to kick it out and get open threes. Like you kind of saw that a little bit with the way that the Bulls played tonight. And you really do have to credit Kobe. I mean, we've given him a hard time. Uh, Bulls Nation has given him a really hard time. And I think for the most part, it's been deserved but he really played great tonight on both sides of the ball and like what a relief it is to have another shooter out there i know you're just giggling over there about okay kobe! yeah kobe played great defense tonight <laughs> yeah, i already i did. think that you were overemphasizing the improvements from kobe on defense i, was, I said that he was you solid. were on that train a lot no. earlier and more aggressively i said he, he was, got he was better competing. and he was solid and you heard good and great <laughs> that's how that went <laughs> that's exactly how that went yeah. <laughs> i guess I, I didn't want to shower him with you know with flower petals for marginal improvement and still being a sub negative player because he was streaky offensively and still slight net negative defensively sure. go, go ahead will I was saying like he was competing. I think that's really yeah. the biggest thing for this team. Uh, there are so many times where, you know, you have guys like Vooch and Damar and Zach and Kobe out there, none of whom are really good defenders. And it's like, how do you get away with that? How do you build a system that allows you to like survive those lineups? And I think it's kind of the same thing that we talked about with, you know, that pregame call out from Billy against the magic was like, you can't mm -hmm. just sidestep it. Like these guys need to be better. And I think they've really taken that to heart. Kobe included. Um, speaking of which, uh, AK has a super chat that we will use to talk to your super next chats coming question, in. dude. It's a super Love chat. Win, yeah, bro. Black Tell Wednesday. We'll, we'll win more often. Uh, yes. AK said we should also acknowledge the great job Billy has done to coach, uh, and hold his players accountable. The holding them accountable part speaks to what you just mentioned. The mm -hmm. calling out Zach, Demar, and Vush uh, a few nights back against Orlando. Um, but you, you you just mentioned the fact that he you know closed with Kobe tonight. Anything else or or what besides that moment where he decided to ride Kobe stood out to you as far as what Billy did tonight, decisions wise, 
that could have helped them get this W? I think it's kind of uh, it's it's useful to look at it in contrast to the Celtics game, right? Uh, I was asking Billy about this pregame, and you know, w- would they continue to try to go through Vooch in the post? Would they continue to try to let him try to score and also facilitate off that block and really try to isolate him down there? And I mean, his response was exactly what I would have said myself, which is like, you know, the matchups really dictate that. And Mm -hmm. the Celtics like to go small. They like to switch. And when you have those opportunities, you go to them. And against the, the, I keep on wanting to say the Brooklyn Nets because of Brooke Lopez, but it's the Milwaukee Bucks that they just beat. Uh, They also beat the Brooklyn Nets. So don't worry about that. But Brooke uh, Lopez used to play for the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) Exactly. But against them, like you can't really go to the post that way. And and we didn't really see that at all tonight. Um, So I think it's more of like a schematic overarching thing of like Billy recognizing it's sort of like DeMar, right? Like he recognizes what the defense is giving him and he acts accordingly. And I think Billy is kind of that way as a coach too, where, okay, they're going to try to put Derek white on Vooch in the post. Let's, let's feed him. Let's try to get him going down, down low. Uh, Okay. Now you have two seven footers that are like two of the best rim protectors in the entire league. Well, maybe we shouldn't do that as much. And instead let's try to put pressure on them to try to draw help and kick it out to three point shooters. And that's why they shot 42 threes tonight. And uh, by the way, I mean, I think 14 of 29, if I recall against the Celtics and now 18 of 42, like they're, they're Mm -hmm. shooting the ball well. So we'll see if this sustains probably not to this level, but like, Mm -hmm. I mean, how nice would it be if this team was just like a super efficient three point shooting team? Yeah. Again, another game where they shoot over 40% and win. Right. And the bulls are undefeated when they're over 40% from three. Uh, Will, let me get read you a stat line here. Zero points, one rebound, three assists, two steals, 0 of 2 from the three-point line, but a plus 14 on the floor. This is a classic Alex Caruso game. <laughs> that can be no one other than Alex Caruso. <laughs> a classic Alex Caruso game where he impacted what was going on on the floor, but you it has to go beyond what you're looking at on the stat sheet. As my friend always says, you cannot watch basketball from a stat sheet. Can you talk about that game Alex Caruso had tonight, sir? Yeah, you can't watch basketball without watching basketball. And <laughs> Caruso's kind of like the uh, – he's like the poster boy of that, right? Like everybody knows that defense is a big part of the game, but I feel like when you watch Caruso, you, you understand how big a part of the game it is. Like the way that he uh, pinched in to try to take away Giannis's spin move, for example, mm-hmm. really stood out. I think the Bulls as a whole did that really well. But like for a guy that's 6'4", to really get up into – Giannis's airspace try to leverage that lower base and like push him out of his spots I mean like there there just aren't very many guys that can do that and so yeah like we would love for the offense to come around his off the dribble shooting has been absolutely horrendous this year um that needs to come around he had a couple of threes that last game but like I mean when he's defending at like an all defensive first or second team level like it's just it's hard to take that off the floor and I mean, it shows in the, in the plus minus, like we're, we're not really supposed to look at that and say like, this is the end all be all, but like, it's the kind of thing where, you know, he's always outperforming the rest of the team because when he comes in, they get stops. And mm-hmm. once that shot comes around, I think it will, he's been a much better shooter in his career. Like he's going to continue to be a huge part of this team. Mm. Uh, we talked about this before you hopped on, but I'm really curious to get your take will of Zach's game tonight. Got off to a great start, then was the victim of that ridiculous, inexplicable, flagrant foul call, which clearly knocked him out of his rhythm, knocked him out of his game, and then had some questionable shot selection decisions down the stretch. 
Still played a fairly clean game, just one turnover. Did dish out five assists, but was just unable to hit a shot when the Bulls were begging him to hit a big shot late in that game. Yeah, it's tough. I think the the shot really, or the, the flagrant really took him out of his rhythm. He was playing, I thought, at a really high level. I was surprised that he wasn't in to close the, the half. Obviously, normally he would be in there with that group, but he had three fouls at that point. Right. So Billy didn't want to risk it. Um, and then I think he had a shot to start the fourth quarter and was pretty much, over, I think, over six after that. So uh, just kind of a tough night rhythm-wise for Zach. It's it's really difficult to basically be removed from the game for that kind of reason and then come back in and start contributing again at the same level. So it, it was tough. Um, I do think he kind of hurt them in those, in those closing minutes, though, where, um, you know, I actually was impressed with his passing but there are times when he gets into this tunnel vision and we've seen it over the course of his Bulls tenure where it's like, he's already decided what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. And when he, when he does that, like the defense can guard it and they can, you know, it, he forces it. And so I think we saw that a little bit tonight. Um, obviously it didn't like change the outcome of the game for the Bulls, but it's, it's something that I think would take his game up a level. And I think that's an area where he actually can improve but right now, I think it holds him back at times where he's not, it's not necessarily showing up as a turnover or, you know, whatever, but it's, it's a missed opportunity. And I think he's got to do a better job of that, especially when you know, he's missed four or five or six shots. Like now he's got to start to make the right read and not just get the shot that he wants. Oh, uh, with Patrick Williams going 11 tonight, uh, this is third straight game in, in double figures. Uh, he's been in double figures the last four out of five games. Um, can you talk about how he was tonight? Not just his scoring, but just his defense. And also, I really enjoyed how Billy used him uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, that kind of stuff I like because it keeps him engaged and let him know, like, no, dude, I do trust you. You know what I'm saying? On some kind of level. Bring him in for those defensive possessions. And then him hitting those two free throws to seal the game uh, for the Bulls, man. But, yeah, talk about Patrick Williams' night that he had uh, in Milwaukee. I think he played the way that he has been playing, which is um, I think he has taken a step forward defensively. He obviously had those first two, I was like a couple of the first possessions in the first quarter where he blocked Giannis twice, um, just like getting deflections, getting tip aways, making life hard for him. Uh, he picked up, I think four fouls like pretty early on in the game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't necessarily out there as much as he might've been able to be, but uh, yeah, I think we're just seeing like steady improvement from him game on game. And that's what you want. Like, I think the whole, the whole idea of Patrick for, for this offseason was like, oh, he's going to take a big leap. But really, that was like, he's going to take three leaps. And I think right now we're like, he's halfway to his first one where he's just right. like contributing at a solid level defensively, where he's taking and making open shots. Like, you know, he passed up a couple in that Celtics game. But I think for the most part, he was aggressive and looking for his shot. Um, he was just like making the right decisions when he had the ball and when he was open. And we saw some more of that tonight. So um, I, I, I don't think he's going to be like, you know, putting up 20 or, I mean, obviously his season high was 17. Like he's just not going to like wow you with the scoring, but I think he's doing a lot of the little things that, you know, Marquet, for example, really wanted to see out of him to play more like Javante. Like he, he I think he's taken uh, a bit of a step here defensively. He's taking open shots. He's attacking the basket. He had a nice, um, you know, a one play stands out. I think it was the second half, third quarter, maybe, where the Bulls tried to run an action for DeMar. It wasn't there. They tried uh, a secondary action for Zach. It wasn't there. And then Pat just like jab step, two dribbles to the left, pull up from the free throw line and made it. 
And it's like, those are the moves where he really needs to do exactly what he just did there, which is like be that third option safety valve scorer that, you know, somebody needs to be on this team. Will, thank you so much for joining us, man. Um, safe travels home from behind enemy lines. Got one more question for you, Will. Okay. Hit me. Who, who's your going to tonight? Oh, um, man, I wasn't prepared for this. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's like hard to not go with DeMar on a night like this. Mm-hmm. I know it's not like the traditional goon of the night, but like he scored seven in a row, like yeah. in the first 50 seconds of the third quarter. I think that kind of changed the game. Uh, he had like a nice pull up jumper. He got a steal and a run out and then an and one jumper. Um, I thought his defense was like probably the best I've ever seen it. And I kind of asked him about this, like, you know, the, the team looks a lot better defensively. You had great stance against the Celtics and now again tonight. Um, but like you personally, you individually as a player are looking like you're putting that effort forward a little bit more, that the attention to detail is there a little bit more. Is that mm-hmm. intentional? And he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'm the leader of this team. Coach called us out. Like I got to be the one that sets the tone. And I, I really appreciate that about him. I, I cannot talk enough about his leadership, but when he's out there and he's really competing defensively, obviously we know he can go off for 18 and a quarter and 36 in a game. That's just a mar for you. But I think it was all the other stuff that he did tonight that makes him my goon. Uh, everybody make sure you are reading Will's stuff. The paywall has come down. Read Will's stuff, allchgo.com. Follow him on Twitter, Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, enjoy your Thanksgiving, buddy. Have a wonderful day tomorrow. And uh, we will see you Friday for Bulls Thunder. Peace. William. Will, yum. Up there, Pfizer Forum. Doing his I want him just just chest out strutting through the Deer District as he leaves tonight. I'm so glad you're not there. Just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, take that, Deer. Oh, fear yeah. the Deer. We fear no Deer here. He is gooned up right Will there. Will fears no Deer. And since he's gooned up, Joey, let's do Goon of the Night, shall mm-hmm. we, sir? Mm-hmm. Let's do that Goon of the Night. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You got a sound effect for it, Joey, or no? You can make one up. You can just come on and say one. Pa. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I love it. That was him saying pa pa. Oh, I see. I see. But who who is your goon of the night there? I mean, I honestly want to give goon of the night Mm -hmm. to Kobe White. Mm. Not only did he hit some of the stoniest Need them stones threes. Uh-huh. He, again, I feel like this is the third time I've said this. He was diving on the floor for loose balls. <laughs> this Bulls team has a intensity and effort on the defensive end issue at times. I have not seen that kind of stuff from Kobe on defense. Maybe you have. I have not. He took it to a new level for me tonight. So to me tonight, Kobe is my goon. and I am proud of him. I'm very proud of it. Uh, it honestly, for me, it was almost Javon. It was not Javon. It was almost Dalen Terry. No, oh. it was. I was that close when he put that on the ground and then stepped on it. Oh, it was almost him, man, right there. But I have to say, this goes to Kobe White. This goes to Kobe White for everything that Matt just said. Is exactly how I felt. That when he dove on the floor head first to try to get that ball, 
And then on the next play, not only Matt, that next play did he dive and get that ball, but I thought he was going to lay down out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, oh, man, mm-hmm. he turned it over or something. No, no, no. He showed that core work. Saved it. And he saved that joint right over there, that away, and got that out for the Bulls. Great job defensively. I really enjoyed it. And like you said, those two super dagger threes. Oh, you. Oh, God. Oh, here we go, Kobe. recording us watching the latter stages of that game and that was after kobe hit one of those two gigantic threes oh it was awesome man (laughs) joe you that the only one joe you got another one you got another one joey that's it that's it that's it oh we're so ridiculous we are ridiculous we are we are ridiculous (laughs) this is true i I was having panic attacks he was plural he was freaking dude out nothing like a tight bulls like like mark said playoff kind of atmosphere tonight yeah, yeah watching that game to pull me out of this like chicago crud cold that i've had for, yeah that's having on my ass for fucking five days i mean, i'm my my voice is hoarse again now yes because i've been yelling for three hours but you get to rest it but man it was worth that it. That got me out of bed. Yes. Holy crap, that got me out of bed. I'm telling y'all, man, it, it's sometimes bulls wins are like medicine, y'all. Watch when you eat tomorrow, how good you feel. Kobe, you wake up. goon of the night. Goon of the Real nights. quick, uh, a few more shout-outs for Super Chats. Thank yous. Uh, Jaxo with one more saying, take care of business in OKC. Absolutely. Uh, Shout-out to Trey Axel for the Super Chat. Shout-out to AK, uh, who said... <laughs> Gotta love Bulls Nation. We went from let's blow it up a few days ago to <laughs> we are world beaters. That's I, I'll keep I telling mean, you, it's either one way or another. There is no middle ground in Bulls Nation. You either this side or you this side. Nope, no middle ground. Middle ground is where me and Matt try to live. It's a lot of space in the middle ground. A lot of real estate there, y'all. But my God, he's right. My goodness. They were going insane on this, man. But I hey, mean, but yeah. Won. I mean, cool. a- AK is spot on. That, like, is. that is like to a T. That is what I know this fan base to be. Yeah, that's Bulls Nation, man. And it means that we are a little overreactionary, but mostly at the core of that, what does it mean? It means that we are passionate. passionate. We are passionate fans. So you're saying we're diehards? Ew. Oh, you see what I did? Ew. You see what I did right there? Segway Peck appreciates that. <laughs> Oh, Come on like now. That right there. If yes, you want that DeMar shirt, sign up to become a CHGO diehard level member, uh-huh. and you can pick that as your free shirt. Boom. Right there. Easy your peasy. Face. Easy to the Also, peasy. keep an eye on CHGO's social media, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Keep an eye on all of us who work for CHGO and our Twitter and Instagram and social media, etc. Coming up around this Thanksgiving weekend, because... There might be some deals. Might be a couple deals. Might be some deals flying around. Like a black like Friday. Uh, That's what yeah. Uh, last last super chat of the night is uh, <laughs> Tao Lavo saying, shout out to Paw for giving Giannis problems. Pow! Love that. Here's to many more nights of the Paw giving Giannis problems. Yes. And many nights of us actually being okay with calling him the pop. Yeah. My goodness. Okay. It's late. I'm ready to go home. Yes. Big Dave, you ready to go home? Let's go home and we can eat. Joey's already home. He's already there. 
doing a great job producing from afar. Awesome. Um, shout out to everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Hit that thumbs up button, please, before you head out of here. We had over 400 uh, watching at the peak tonight. Still 350 of you here. Uh, hit that thumbs up button. We really appreciate it. It Thank helps us out Thank a lot. Thank y'all. Bulls Thank Nation, you. have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. Have a great time. Yes. Enjoy the three Fs, your food, your family, your football, mm. the three most important things in life mm. next to Bulls basketball. Yes. And uh, we will see you for pregame on Friday. We'll be here. Bulls Thunder. Mm. Half hour before tip-off, we will be here for pregame with our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb. Uh, for Will and Mark, who were here with us on postgame, for our guy, Joey, for Steven, who th- jumped into Joey's chair for pregame. Great job. And Big Dave, this guy right here. I'm Peck. That's him. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all so much, Bulls Nation. Enjoy Bulls this Nation. W. It was a big one. Yes. Enjoy it. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you Friday. See Red be good, y'all. Peace. He didn't say suck it, Grace. <laughs> Not it. <laughs>